Things are going to start happening to me now. You've done all the reading. You're a scholar. You're a professor. You've done all the reading. You've done the intellectual heavy lifting. Carlos, eat shit and die. You wouldn't know a fact if it begged you all night long. Want to like, um, you know, give the wrong impression because I am, I I am very high. Can ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. Yeah, care. I'm a libertarian. What I'm getting is. Did why? you vote for Joe Jorgensen or Trump? Who? Joe Jorgensen. That was the perfect answer. Thank you. <laughs> that was Hello, everybody. This is Tyler Yonke, Libertarian Podcast Review. It's Saturday. I, I'm a little bored, so I thought I would do a show. Uh, and I'm going to recap some of the Tower Gang shenanigans. Uh, David says, nerds. Yeah, welcome. Uh, Andy may join us. Um, he may or may not. He said he might take a nap. <laughs> uh, but uh, there were some significant things. I've gone through this weekend, listened to a bunch of different podcasts. Um, I got a little herniated disc back issue, so I'm, I haven't been doing a lot of, of mobile stuff. And so I've just been sitting around uh, listening to podcasts. And with that, uh, Javier Millet, I've listened to a bunch of stuff with him, about him. Uh, and then I, the, the Tower Gang guys, are, they're going crazy here, doing a bunch of stuff, uh, nonsense, uh, fun stuff, whatever. Uh, but with that, uh, a Tower, uh, Jose it did a Four Pony Boys today, and I started watching, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do a watch along with this and make some commentary, because I, I do have some issues with some of the things that are being said there. Um, and then it just, it's why not? And Jose, he deserves to have a clip show. He deserves to have a bunch of other things like a David Brady trying to get it all in here. Did you see Robert Malone shadow me out in his Substack? Uh, no, I did not see that, but I saw that he followed you. Um, and I saw that you were, um, published on Infowars, but see, I'm not going to read Infowars. So <laughs> no, I'll, I'll read your thing. It looked interesting. Uh, USDA, uh, stifling small farms or something like that. So congratulations, David Brady Jr. Uh, I will get to that at some point. And by the way, Dave, why don't you DM me? Uh, let me know where you're going to college. I'm just kind of curious. Uh, I think you were headed down Florida somewhere. So just just curious, unless you wanted to shout it out and hear it to everybody. So enjoy that. Um, so there, there, there's a few things. One is it's the Richmond, north of Richmond. Uh, Toad starts off. We'll talk about that. And then some people are, and I, and I mentioned this the other night uh, or last night when I was with Andy, which is there's a, there's a gut reaction for the left and the right to, as soon as something happens, uh, they immediately like the, the, the guy that sings the Richmond North of Richmond guy, Oliver Anthony, um, you hear the song and, um, it's, it, it you immediately have it's, it's our guy or it's not our guy. And then he says something. And anyway, there's always uh, things you do. And, and part of the libertarians problem is reason. So reason magazine comes out, they'll make an article immediately. The, the presumptions are, I don't, nothing good. Da, 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 it's bad. Now that they've had some things with Javier Millet. And um, he's, if you don't know, he is, uh, he won the primary down in Argentina for the president. Looks like he, and he won so much, he won more than the next two parties combined. So it looks like he should be able to actually become president. He's an anarcho-capitalist. A lot of his stances and everything go along, kind of the Mises caucus, in a sense. So it's interesting to see where they, a reason would come out on this. 
Uh, so, uh, Tho Bishop and McMakin, they did a thing on Radio Rothbard about it. Uh, Jeff Dice did a Spaces about it. Uh, Reason uh, with uh, Weissen Mueller, he did a thing last week, about an hour and a half, on it as well. And I know I saw James Gentleman and some other people saying, oh, you know, Reason, I'm not even going to listen to it, but I'm assuming that they're trashing this guy. No. Matter of fact, uh, uh, it was really good. Uh, he talked to two, uh, uh, Zach did talk to two people in South America. Uh, so they had different perspectives in there. One of them is Cato like, okay. Uh, you know, abortion, all these things are, are very important to her. Uh, and so she's kind of got some problems with, uh, Malay because he's not necessarily that way, but she, it was, I, I thought it was well done. It was fine. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, matter of fact, there was no outcome from, um, Zach of trashing him at all. Uh, matter of fact, it's even listen to reason today, uh, the round table, I'm just trying to get all this little info I could to see more about this guy. And I don't think there's a problem, but there's some people that have problems. And so some of those are, we're going to listen to today. Uh, but anyway, well, let's take this on here. <clears throat> so the, before I man, get off, the, uh, they go down to top lobsters ranch, our, our buddies there, and they've had a bunch of, uh, top uh, podcasts, live podcasts. It's been a lot of fun. I've been checking them out. They did one what Thursday night, um, and took that offline. Then they did a Friday night last night. Uh, there was a, a, a one during the day. They did a quick one, and it's it's degrading because they're drinking already. It's a hot sun, I imagine. They got a pool out there. Uh, uh, Cole was hammered uh, on the stream last night, uh, but it was a lot of fun, and it got really disturbing uh, of some of the stuff Cole was uh, admitting to. So I would say go back and check that out. Um, there is only a few problems. They bring some uh, some people that shouldn't be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to talk about it because it's so stupid. Uh, I love their show. I love those guys and I love to trash them and uh, bring them down to some point, uh, especially Top Lobster. But the reality is uh, I do wish them well. I think their show is great and I, I do listen to a lot of stuff. It's not for everybody. Uh, it's not for everybody. Uh, but Jose has his own show. Clint Russell has his own show. Toad has his own show. It's ha uh, Better Off Dead. It's B-E-T-T-O-R. He's a better. Uh, it's getting almost no views. I'm not going to give him any views. We're not going to check that out. Uh, Cole had a podcast, which was two and a half takes. Uh, it's dead, much like Toad's show Better Off Dead. So maybe it should be Better Off Two and a Half Takes. That would work. Uh, Top Lobster has his own show. And I have <laughs> three episodes. Haven't got through any of them. Um, but it's all conspiracies. It's uh, well-meaning. And so we will get to that, but no way, Jose, he's got this here. So let's, let's take a look. I'm going to play, play along with this. I'll make commentary and then I'm going to throw in some, a few things here and there, uh, just to kind of, uh, some things I have. So they start out with the Richmond, North of Richmond, and we'll go here and then we'll skip to the, there you go. Stuff. no, yeah, for real. Yeah. Uh, watch. I don't know. Well, streaming for you guys. 1.25. Well, so if you guys want to pay. Or it might be. I don't know if you set up the destination. You guys want to pay Toad on Rumble? Yeah, you guys want to pay Toad. <laughs> hey, I'm not yeah. Rumble, but yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, hey, Top, you had some thoughts about this motherfucker, the yeah. the Richmond from Richmond. You guys seem to think this is some sort of weird grift. I think me and Clint, maybe I can speak for him, think that's a little bit I'm just overly quote, schizo. Yeah. I'm going to quote yeah. Owen Benjamin. Yeah. Conservatives are so pathetic that their new idol literally just said it's aggravating that conservatives are supporting him, and the song isn't about Joe Biden, it's about you, and he hates you. He literally supported Joe Biden. And I'm going to point in here. So uh, Owen Benjamin has been trashing 
uh, this guy for quite some time now, this Oliver Anthony. And personally, I, I've said, uh, Andy and I've talked about this. I don't have any problem. I, I like the song. It, it, it slaps. It's it's good. It, it's a hook. Uh, Top Lops even just said right before I, I skipped that part that he had goosebumps. Yeah, it catches me and I enjoy it. I don't really care what these people have their politics. It's nice if the politics match the person that you like Dave Smith enjoyed his comedy. His politics also match. So that's fun. Right. But it doesn't always work out that way. Um I think um, Owen Benjamin has really been trashing this guy and Top Lobster does as well for the music part. And I don't know if that's a little bit of jealousy. It's kind of like you see these uh, women online, right? These thirst traps or these, these uh, maybe they have different colored hair and they're not interesting. They have really nothing to give, uh, but they have just thousands of followers and someone could be exceptionally brilliant and funny as a man and you just don't get the traction. Because you're not, you know, get the simps, the simp army coming with you. So it takes a lot of work to get there. Uh, this guy broke through for some reason, whatever. And they'll talk a little bit about it. But I don't know if uh, Owen's a little jealous. So let's keep going. I know where the I quote came wrong. from, and I read a longer post, and that's completely taken when he said. I'm going wrong. with the clickbait. I, I agree with I agree, I agree <laughs> with Jose on this. It's pretty clear to me that he just hates DC. He says on the Biden thing, he says it's not about Biden. It's about bigger than Biden. Right. Like he's a part of the problem. And with the whole conservative line, is he saying that it's like there are conservatives that are controlled by these corporate oligarchs? I actually right. have, like, I have a true. song. I have a song right. from well, him, his well, new song. I'm going to play it for you well, guys. In that quote, though, he like he was actually referring to the Republican establishment. I'm pretty sure that I thought yeah, that was pretty clear. Like the establishment. And by the way, I think it's perfectly fine to trash the conservatives for glomming onto him. I mean, it's it's the, um, you know. Uh, Harry's are uh, Jeremy's razors, the, the, the non-woke chocolate. I mean, the, the conservatives love to do that. Uh, and so they, but it's not this guy's fault. He, he put out a song. People liked it. It's not his fault. So um, Owen Benjamin is an idiot. Okay. <laughs> and talks about what's what's going on. We're just going. We're playing some uh, uh, people's uh, shows. His new song. People. That's what DC says, is. Yeah, exactly. North of Richmond, right? Yeah. Let me see. Can we play this here? Hold on. Uh, it would, on. It would Talk, actually be less consistent if he was like, I hate I hate DC, but love the Republicans. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, all, like, this is all about Biden. No, yeah. I didn't I didn't hear I remember um Andy actually made this argument that it wasn't even about um like DC itself. He was he's referencing all Thank the things. Like, he's wrong. I'll tell you why Andy's wrong about that. That's the same argument that the progressive homos make because they're saying, Oh, this is all about like neo Confederacy and all this stuff. I'm not anti Confederacy at all. I'm pro secession, pro decentralization. Listen, it's it's right from great. his own lips. This is this is what he's saying. Okay. Okay, I'm not gonna play that because it's uh, I just want to talk about top uh, uh um a toad for a second there. I, you're completely wrong. One, uh, what Andy's saying mostly is to troll you and he does it perfectly. And next thing you know, you leave the the group chat. So, and Andy's basically saying it's the North, just the, the, the mentality of the North. Uh, someone who's from the North myself, he's not necessarily wrong. I don't know that that, I, this is the problem. You, you, you're going to see too many people uh, trying to uh, get the uh, their interpretation on the song. You know what? To each their own. And I'm not going to let Owen Benjamin tell me how I should feel about the song. I'm not going to let Toad or Mr. Anthony, even the, the guy that wrote it himself. Toxic says uh, Tower Gang flaking out. I don't know if they're flaking out. Um, I like them. But anyway, uh, 
top them plays a, a, a bad we song that Owen Benjamin <laughs> was making fun of. People like you, the queers are going to come in. It's definitely Owen. It's so great. God damn it. This is Isaiah. Oh, Owen, Owen is such a legend, dude. Yeah. dude he's fucking molesting my kids, and there's nothing we can do. Like, I, I get his point in that, like, if you are trying to extrapolate from this, like, a doomer point, you're wrong. If anything, like, I see this, and I'm it's like, super black pilling. Well, in it, a way. It is in a way, but it's like, I think people feel that. That doesn't mean we have to reside in this, you know, wallow in this area. It's just identifying a problem. And yeah, saying, I, hey, could, I could not disagree more with that song being black pilling. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's one of the most hopeful anthems. The fact that it has such a populist. Uh, message and and populist response like yeah. the pe like people of all political walks of life except for like the non-thinking ones are all feeling the same thing well, so it's great yeah but it is but so you're, you're saying the the outcome of the song is white pilling but the song itself yes. is a doomer song yeah it is in a sense i don't think so i don't think this is how i feel this is it was like, it's like everything it sucks is, is, there, is there a single word he said that isn't true no, no, I'll tell you why. He's stating a a reality that he is feeling. Yeah. And from there, you can say oh, we can Owen. stay here, or you know, now we're identifying the problem. And, yeah. Owen extrapolated into, and there's nothing I can do. He yeah, never yeah. fucking says that. He, no. he never says, uh, you know, our inevitable demise is right around the bend. It's like, <laughs> no, I'll tell you why it's white pilling though, because he's saying like, you people out there, like. I feel you. I feel what you're feeling. There are more people like us out there. I think that's white. Yeah. Well, the, well, the best part is that they uh, he actually got the enemy right. Yeah. Like he yeah. like he was like. I mean, there's been and they never do. Yeah, that's the thing. They been, never do. If yeah. you look at, you can probably find, you know, a thousand of songs like these, especially country songs, where it's like basically, oh, this fucking sucks. Like you know, my wife left me all this stuff. But gotta, like, gotta vote for Trump. Yeah, 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 saying saying not, this sucks and it's these guys' fault is in no way saying. Guess what? I guess that just sucks and we're saying it. No, I'm literally right. identifying the problem, telling you the solution, or at least. I guess kind of alluding. Okay, a few things. One, the two camera thing there. Nice job on that by uh, Utop. Uh, but one of them's totally not in, in focus. It's probably uh, buffering a little bit. Uh, and it's too bad because it's got Jose and Clint, who are the, at least the two bigger brains in this one. It does have Toad, so that's uh, somewhat okay. Uh, let's go to here. Uh, Magoo says, um, Owen lashes out at everyone getting attention. He's a jealous douche ass. A few minutes behind. I don't disagree. Um, now sometimes he's right, right? Uh, Crowder, some of these other things are completely right. But I, I was saying this, I, I did Tom Woods week, right? I did what eight episodes on that and played clips from zero to 2,300 plus episodes. And one of those in there was Owen Benjamin came on Tom Woods show is when he was working with the Crowder, blah, blah. He waxes on and on about his love for Ben Shapiro. That's the clip I played. I thought that was hilarious because things change. Right. And um, now it, it's always interesting where he's changed uh, that, you know, he can't look back in any kind of retrospect. Anyway, I think he might be a little bit jealous. Um, Davis, I don't know think the song, but I trust though Bishop on that. Why? You, you do you like music or not? And it doesn't matter. Toad will say music all the time that he thinks is just horrible, and he'll argue with you to the very end. I don't care. Uh, does it say something to me? I mean, there's the dumbest songs that I do enjoy. Uh, Toad is special. Yes, he is. Oh my God. Okay. Hi. Hi. Okay. Hi. Toxic. Okay. Everyone's saying hi. Let's keep going on here. Telling you a solution. You're alluding to a solution. We're That's, telling you who the people, whose he, fault it is. He's, this is identifying, the problem, he's identifying. Okay, who so whose fault who is the it? Enemy is, yeah. Okay, yeah. So January sixth, right? There's no solution. He's not presenting a solution. Right. My problem with this guy, again, really nice song, fake accent, uh, good writing, shitty chords, like just straight up four four chord nonsense with Simple the capo five. Be good, though. Yeah. I, that's all he knows how to play. So yes, go whatever. <laughs> Listen, what I'm saying is that the guy hasn't 
he hasn't thought about this much no, beyond watching no, some no. YouTube videos. It's just a song. We get, it's just a song. Yeah. This is so Owen Benjamin. What what he does, and he and he always overreacts, but it's genius. He's going to his base and he's saying, "Yo, bring it back a little bit." It's a song, okay? But now he also. By the way, no, he's not top lobster because this tweet he just did about shitting on conservatives perfectly fine, but that's today. Previously, he's shit on uh, Oliver Anthony the whole time about how he's horrible, the song's stupid, blah, 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 blah. And that, that to me is like, this guy wrote a song. I mean, like it or not, he's not out there the one pushing it. It's just got there. And he's really, he's trying to, okay, is he even really capitalizing on it? I don't even know about that. Uh, Magoo says, um, it's, a good, it's a good song. Any deep thoughts on it is more gay than the song itself? Exactly. David says, I don't enjoy the song because I didn't like country. He does have a nice voice. So, uh, perfectly, perfectly fine. And you don't have to like country. I don't like country specifically, but there's some songs I do, some I don't. Um, yeah, I, I would not begrudge you. I mean, the only thing I'm ever going to begrudge someone is if they like Eminem. Okay. Uh, Owen is still a yank and will always have that annoying, exaggerated way of talking, even if he has a good point. <laughs> okay. Yeah, probably so. Um, he has to smash this guy down because it's now he's like wearing the millions of people. Where yeah, Eminem sucks. They're talking about him on the, the Republican debate stage. Like this guy is some fucking... Like, you know, Messiah come. No, he's just some guy in the woods singing a song. Right. He doesn't know I'm, shit. I'm sorry. I, I, I have to push back here. Mm. This is, I mean, there's like, there's anthems from push Scott. Back in my own house. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's anth anthems in Scotland that like people march to war to. Thank you. Exactly, yeah. dude. Like yeah. there, there is, there is energy and spirit within music. It's bizarre to me that you and Owen are downplaying the power of music. Right. It's not the, it's yeah. not the music and the energy in it. It's the, it's the line. Top lobster. It's a little flavor of jealousy. And I don't. Uh, I, you probably are more talented than him. But, of the character. The song, yeah. like you said, the song gave me goosebumps. Okay, okay. Yeah. So turning idea. him into a hero. Exactly. This okay. guy doesn't know shit. He's a guy that, yeah. that can barely Real play quick, guitar. Someone pointed out, took a liberal stance in an interview. And I, I know kind of the things are pointing. He has said yeah. some of the generic, like, but even then, these are like typical, like, you know, base conservative talking. Yeah, he said he said that we're a melting pot. And everyone, diversity is our is our strength or some shit. And everyone's like, oh, this fucking. <laughs> you know why? You know why? Neoliberal idiot. This is a guy. This much political philosophy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. This is a guy right. who he's probably conservative in his in his life. Yeah. But once you put a microphone in his face, I mean, no offense, it's a song. That's the whole point. Yeah. Does he have political philosophy? I don't know. That that's actually what's genius about some of this stuff. <clears throat> There's the whole thing. Uh, William F. Buckley Jr. is famous for saying, "I'd rather be ruled." by the first hundred people in the Boston phone book than the, the top staff, uh, you know, faculty and staff at Harvard. Basically, the, the Mr. B, everyday man is has more intellect in a sense of personal, like um, street smarts, what have you. It's just more common sense. That's the word. And I, that's exactly true here. So uh, this guy, I, the common sense man, happened to just get something that is triggering to everybody in a good and bad way, right? Um, he, he's, he's saying it. He put it in words. He used the word fudge rounds. I mean, everything that's just important here that I, just the common guy got. And sometimes that is what's important, and that's, that's what gets it. It's not this intellectual people trying to tell you. And that's, I think, Owen Benjamin's problem is he's a classical pianist. Uh, by the way, me too. Uh, and he's Mr. Intellectual, but he lives on a farm. And now this country bumpkin who didn't probably get, you know, I think he said he got his GED and some other things like that. He's writing a song that's popular. Ooh, burn. Okay. And you, you've got to now answer questions to somebody who's kind of like grilling you and you understand the, the whole like 
what's happening here. Like the yeah. whole world is watching. He just falls back on the shit that he's seen on CNN and, and Fox. Right. News. He becomes pragmatic. He's yeah. not ready for this kind yeah. of shit. If but only look at him get to him. Right. He wasn't prepared. Years. I think if they were trying to push him up as some sort of intellectual heavyweight or if they're trying to push him in like a political sphere or something then yeah I, I, there'd be an argument but he's just a dude we were like oh you mean like dude. how they did with kyle rittenhouse a borderline retarded teenager who shot some people he's a good shot but now they yeah. now he's doing a speaking tour right. like, this is what they do it's oh, fucking retarded by the way he missed one of the guys so he's not a good sh he's an okay shot let's be honest he missed one of the guys at point blank that's the guy i think they hit the skateboard at him so um is he top yeah. Right, but Here's Clint, what I think, though. Clint did have a point. I was going to say this uh, because you were talking about this could be like the answer. So this is like the fortunate son of like the, the war, CCR. the meme war of tomorrow, basically. Potentially. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't want to overstate it, but Dude, like, CCR it, legends, it, was, it was probably the most unifying moment this past week or so since that song dropped and became the number one in the world. Uh, it was the most unifying moment that I've had like five songs in the top ten or something. Shit five like that, five of the top ten and, 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 and the number one song. And he's going to be platinum. I mean, it's it's like not nothing. Of our time. Everyone, yeah. I, 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 I do hate the, all yeah. the people schizoing. To be fair, I haven't looked into it deeply, but everyone's schizoing out about that he's not. He didn't take a contract deal. Like, oh, well, he's clearly a fan or something. Let, let, me, let me make explicit what bothers me about this pushback. Owen is... Well known for his lamentations about to be Hollywood. Clear, he could be a fed. I don't know, but I'm saying that's a silly, you know, assumption. Yeah, I don't think he's a fed. I don't I think mean, so. You can just ask your contacts, and so, they'll let you know if he's Owen, on your side. Owen Benjamin <laughs> knows the power of music as well as anybody. He hates Hollywood. He constantly talks about how you know the the basically the culture war has been a slaughter. We finally have an entrant that that is the most unifying song in my life maybe <laughs> you know in terms of like it's us against these people and and Owen's like he's he's, he's a plant. He's a player. He's like, yeah. It's hopeless. These guys, like, I just don't, I don't understand. Like, it just seems, he, that look, seems tumor to oh, me. Oh, Owen is the black pillar in that case. Yeah, yeah that's no, what I feel Owen like. is the overcorrection, correctly the overcorrection. Like, well, the, I, I mentioned yeah. this was something else. The Civil Rights Act, you, they had to go, like, far and beyond to overcorrect. Then they kind of bring things, like, in the middle, and then it always re regresses back. But to over, cor to, to correct for what, what's happening here, they're going to give this guy a microphone. And this guy, if if he doesn't, if he has, if he doesn't have any sense about him, he's going to take it, and he's going to just start talking this nonsense. Is, this right. dude is a but that's been the case forever, right? We have celebrities and musicians have been doing that forever. This is the uh, top lobster. This isn't your savior and he's not your, he's not the most evil person. He's just some country bumpkin out there. He's got a beard, a red beard for Pete's sake. You guys are taking serious a ginger. This is a problem. No offense, David Brady. Let's get back to some uh, things here. Uh, top of trying to rationalize Owen's perspective because he wants to be another Owen, perhaps. I like top, but it's how it looks yeah it is okay um what else do you top imprinted in uh top imprinted onto owen like david with though it's cute <laughs> uh david said the average housewife is more attuned to inflation than the average economist uh quoting mises i guess uh, perhaps um okay i don't know what you're saying there uh just teasing people are going back and forth uh jc did have a, a thing here he said um you would you would never say that uh, Eminem sucks to Consalo's face. Why wouldn't I? Why, why, he's going to fight me over Eminem. And if that's the the case, then that's really gay. Uh, by the way, I did reach out to Consalo this morning um, said, hey, would you come do a show about uh, Eric July's uh, lawsuit? So I think that would be uh, something good. Um, and yeah, I, I this is an argument. If I ever want to get my wife pissed off of me, I just tell her how Eminem sucks. And then I just hold the line and I dig further and further. And then it just enrages her. And it's, uh, it's wonderful. So anyway, let's go. Cute chick who says something semi-profound and it blows up. Yep. Yeah. And then like there, then Owen is the one dude. It's like, 
Oh, and I think that's a dude. Look at her hands. You know. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. so I think <laughs> now he has to. Now he has to kill him. Now Owen has to destroy okay. him. Why? Whereas before, like it was like, yo, if he would have just sang his song and then like he did like 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 one interview about himself, he's like, listen, I'm I'm not trying to make money. I'm just trying to chill. Like, you know, I just want to do this. Yeah. Once he starts getting into this political realm where we're all like we've been for a long time now now my my hackles go up and now i'm gonna start judging but see the point is he wasn't sure. trying to get into the political realm. yeah like every time he's been interviewed he's been like i'm a fucking guy who from pushed him rural into virginia like, and, but but here he is talking about the political realm because who keeps pushing okay is I, the liberals gonna, interviewing i'm sorry him? to keep interrupting but here but you got to keep uh understand so he's in the the political spectrum and who pushed him there is top lobster's thing and then he's going to say because of that now uh, you must destroy uh, uh oliver and that's what why why Let's say Top Lobster blows up, and so we have to destroy him. Well, maybe. No, no it's, well, it's probably both, but it's uh, conservatives it's more. Fox News like, and yeah, stuff conservatives like that. are going to try and make him into into a leader, and he's like, but he just needs to reject it. <laughs> right. Well, so he does. So I think there there is definitely some some truth. <laughs> there is some truth in what Top and Owen are saying. Where yeah, I don't think you should lionize like one specific guy because he like does something that we think is like really good. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that, like, that, pat yeah. him on the head. Great song. Yeah, but praise like, for all right. that for sure. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to speak in this medium, you got to read a couple of books, listen to a bunch of podcasts, go right. away for two years, then work on your mic and, and talking to people before you're going to talk to the world. Clean your room before you fix the world. <laughs> okay, Jordan. Top lobster. No, no, am I, 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 I right? Top's read some books. I, I'm. I'll push your song. You you write a song. You put it out there, and if it's as good or better than this guy's, we'll make it. Let's go. People that have this like rocketing, you know, successes, especially based off something that's not necessarily what they're going to be doing now. Like yeah. so speaking it's unfair. It's it is like yes, he's he's not. He has probably not a shred of political philosophy knowledge. I'm not saying it'd be like condescending. Good. I'm just saying that like he's just a dude. He just you know kind of works, likes to do music, and he had something blow blow up. Yeah. So, so the. <laughs> watching the so chicken. I do think it's fair for there to be people around like us that you know do push back when he says dumb shit or kind of milk toast stuff. But I mean the poor men south of Richmond. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> but like right. I don't know the incredible insane. I do think it's completely fair to be like that's an overcorrection to be like assuming he's a Fed and but whatever. Like I guess there are people that those are the overcorrection that balances out the other people who well, get swept up. Well, in. yeah. So, so I don't know. It's a natural the, the social th- phenomenon. The other, thing, the other thing that bummed me out was that everyone's assuming that it's some sort of astroturf campaign. Like there's a there's a decent chance that yeah. there was someone involved in that, but you mm-hmm. simply can't have. A, a nobody turned into the number one song in the world. It's got to be some level of organic. To it, it. Of course, it has to be organic. The, to song, the song slaps. Like we've all seen, right. we've all seen artificial manipulation uh, of, of some sort. Usually, know. it's it's not good content. Yeah. Usually, yeah. content's like not good, yeah. but yeah. it somehow hits. And like even crazy. that sometimes you know their artificial play things work out, and there's something that blows through that probably shouldn't have blown through like that. But you yeah. can still tell when it's a smashing success because it's hitting something, and it, and it had to be organic. But yeah, sure, maybe there was some astroturf, or maybe there were people paying to manipulate views or something. But all that's doing is kind of help boost it. There has to be some right. level of organic. Well, I think he just hit it just right i think you can tell that it was you guys if you want to pay to boost this show please uh go right ahead it was like organic where it came from because it was like um it was on the originally posted on this like west virginia radio youtube yeah. channel i think and he has had a youtube channel for like a few years at least where he like puts his music up there and that had not gotten any traction so i, I there was okay, some organic well uh done. like virality i mean to, to be fair i did not see some i did see, so I, so I did see people pointed out that there was somewhere where people had paid for views or bought or what however yeah, no, ways they manipulate the algos or to, and but you know what to some extent we've known people who do this and it doesn't work out like that so there it has to be organic to actually like you may be able to manipulate views and it gives you like a better yeah. chance yeah, well, so, let, so let i know. think he's not an op but here's what happens though when you become like that famous and you blow up to that extent then you get these uh you know like the, chickens looking good the, guys you get like <laughs> yeah. you know corporate conservatism right in this so. case so we want to we want to try to capture this guy and like get him to say like kind of the things that we want i think that's kind of what we're seeing here but yeah that's it, true wasn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you know what? I, I will say though the, the good the point that owen has is where this guy isn't as prepared he is primed to become an op 
and Thanks, you know, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, to where he could easily have people that enter his life that swim certain ways, which is great that he's shunned off the record deals. How many that times would be the kind of stuff like that? How many times have we heard like libertarian podcasters say, "Oh man, if they would just if, if they would just listen to Dave Smith, or just if Dave if Dave could get to this guy, if Dave could get to that guy, oh, I wish they would just listen to Scott Horton," and they never fucking do. They yeah. always go, it's like, you listen to Ben Shapiro now, or you're listening to fucking, you know, Rachel Maddow. It's never the yeah. people that you want to. So, like, right away, I'm like, yep, mm -hmm. I, know where, I know which way this is going. But see, the thing is, you, it just shows that, like, you can actually garner an immense amount of attention through the culture war. And, and yes. if, if this guy did turn around and, you know, start quoting Rothbard, we'd all be fucking out of our minds happy. Yeah, like, I was out of my mind happy when they dove into his, like, YouTube watch yeah, that was actually... like, dude, he's watching, like, 9-11 conspiracy shit. He's, like, anti-Semitic. I'm like, fuck yeah, <laughs> one of us. <laughs> Not one of me, but, oh. um, yeah, I, I just, I just, I, for the life of me, I can't, I, it really does strike me that a lot of the people pushing back against this are, like, they they are the really black belt people like because they don't want to have any any hope whatsoever they're like this is a pretty hopeful moment let me find a way that i can be furious about it i mean they're yeah. right to some extent be cautious like i pointed out yeah, owen, you know, caution is different than, like, yeah. than, than like destroying the kid owen yeah. is wrong like so one of the things he other things he tweeted uh he said like he's like if you guys are still voting is like you know you're not you're not into the game it doesn't count all this stuff and i was like listen i'm gonna vote still anyway i kind of agree but i'm gonna vote because i just want to see them cheat more I want, I want to make sure that you oh. fucking cheat. You got to work for it. Yeah, you got to work for it. It's going to be blatant. It's going to be obvious. And more yeah. people hopefully will wake up because if, if you do black people into not voting, which, yeah, I don't, know, I don't even know how much it counts, but like, yeah. like you got to have something there. Well, you can't just let these guys. Yeah. That brings you to this like balance though, because it's like you need things to get like worse for more people to become red pill, but that's like a line there. It's like, well, which way is well, it going? You got to well, make sure you're building. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, like play the there. Well, just, just before things get really people. bad, it's kind of important that you have uh, a unifying message for them to get behind to correct whatever. We're all identifying. Like the problem has been that the vast majority of Americans have not been able to identify that it is just broadly the Northmen north of Richmond or the Richmond north of Richmond. Thanks for the tongue twister, Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> the the uh, broads north of Richmond. But, but instead, it's it's like it's the Democrats, it's the Republicans, one or the other. And it's like this guy, you know, that's why I don't really care if he's if he's philosophically sound and some sort of like hardcore libertarian. I just I just want him to galvanize the movement against the people that are ruling over us, and I'm fine sure. with that. I agree with that. And one reason why there's one reason why I actually think that like uh, kind of like praising people like Rittenhouse and this guy is kind of a good thing. It's because it pisses off a bunch of the worst people. So I, I do I do like that aspect. I also of it. don't respect people. This is like autistic musician stuff. But so the chords in his song are E minor C G D over and over again. Yes. There's no difference between the chords. Yep. The it chords sounds verse. good. Talk. It. It sounds okay. <laughs> but when you use it, you're using a capo. It's like. Learn your instrument, Oliver. Like you don't need a capo. You could have just let you slide your hand. There's different hand shapes there that you can do, and it'll bring out more. You can do more in your music. It's a lazy. It's lazy. Well, it's lazy simple people, and it's yeah, it's lazy. Nice to Toad, us. learn some fucking chords, bro. Okay. Uh, by the way, this is this is what's great. Okay, about music, which is, um, so he uses four chords. Sure, he's not he's he's not complicated. And by the way, hi Andy. Uh, then. If it's so easy to get a hit that millions and millions view with four chords, why are you not doing it? This, this, the National Review came out and they're like, oh, this guy should have wrote a song about how great America is. And I'm like, you fucking write one. This is the song he wrote and it happens to be the song everybody, a lot of people like, David Brady does it, perfectly fine. But get over, write your own song. By the way, I, I'm gonna do this real quick here. So I'm going to, this is, um, there we go. This, we're going to play this clip here because this is uh, this is this deserves to be uh, uh, listened to. Here you go. I, I was uh, telling somebody or I was tweeting or something about I was like 20 years ago, Ben Shapiro would just be a normal, nerdy conservative. I'm like and I love Ben Shapiro. He's one of my like favorite podcasts. It's like <laughs> they've turned people like 
him into rock stars by being so crazy. Like I went from uh, being a comedian that would almost be considered hacky, like men and women true. are different, you know, <laughs> to being seen as like a, uh, a free speech activist, but yeah. with, with the same jokes, you know, cause I would do jokes about, you know, uh, soap opera music guys in a girl's head versus the, the, the song in a guy's head. I did that for a comedy central special and it was a big joke. And, Okay, that the point is I wanted to play was um, he loves Ben, <laughs> he loves Ben Shapiro. So just keep that in mind when when he wants to trash another people for whatever reason. It just always it, it, look. I've changed as well, but I don't know that I, I don't know. Maybe Owen Benjamin has gone back and said, "Yeah, I was, uh, you know, when I was doing gay stuff in Hollywood, uh, when I was doing gay stuff with Dave uh, 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 Crowder, uh, when I was uh, sucking up to Israel, I had a problem. Uh, I a real big problem, a blind spot." And I forgive everyone that has blind spots right now. Uh, they're good. Okay, let's keep going. You have a whole neck. There's at least like, I don't know, 15 frets <laughs> so on a guitar. Weak. <laughs> it's weak. It's weak shit. You're using three frets. There's 15. A lot of times you hate use, it. You and, use and, and it says a lot about the people. Shut up, Toad. It says a lot about the people that do that. You bought an instrument and you and yeah. you became proficient in an instrument okay. with like fucking four frets on it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a comment here. Um, part of the whole thing that you talk about, and, and it was with the Reason Magazine thing that uh, Andy and I went through, which is they called it the elites. So the, the Richmond, north of Richmond, they said that was all an elite thing. You, could, you can say that at all. What is an elite? An elite is someone that says you uh, if you only use four chords, if you don't use all 15 frets or whatever it is, uh, you are trash and I'm not even going to listen to your music. No matter how many people like it, that is. So what's interesting is maybe maybe Top Lobster is correct here because it sounds like uh, Oliver Anthony is actually shitting on him. So maybe there's a, a disconnect. And that would also be the same thing with uh, uh, Owen Benjamin. That's lazy, man. Get something. Yo, I want an four, instrument four, with a hundred four strings. Yes. <laughs> There's infinite possibilities. Look, I'm not going to play a fucking sitar, but uh, sometimes the capo, you just like the sound of it where the strings are just a bit higher pitched. Isn't like Johnny Cash? I get it, but I don't think he did it for that reason. Easy. I do. I do it. All right. All right. All right. This isn't Tower Gang. This isn't. You think that's Tower Gang conversation? We're going to treat Toad like a peer to the best of our abilities. I am. I'm just saying that that is lazy. I think people should notice it's lazy. And the songwriting is okay, but that's really what it is. I mean, his vocals are great. His vocals are the reason why it's a good song. Vocals and lyrics it's fake too it's, it's, it's it, like it the fucking guy good. it's like the guy Whatever. from the we're, walking dead we're simple people and you only need just the right chords and certain it doesn't you're going above and beyond you know good. rick from the walking dead you ever yeah. seen that show yeah, sure. he's, he's british yeah and then oh, in yeah. the walking dead he's got this convincing like like oh, southern yeah, accent well it's like house that happens a lot people british. have he's accents like amazing as house though. People, yeah, yeah. bullshit dude. throwing off the british accent all right it's it's so look it's english american can have an english accent in a movie uh it's you know, people do impersonations, right? Uh, Dan Soder did that amazing uh, Chappelle person. How dare him? You know, that's fake. <laughs> I'm going to bring up that screen. I have something for uh, Clint to read. Speaking of people who kind of blew up sort of speaking our tunes, this one a little bit oh, more yeah, this explicitly. Guy. Okay, we're going to uh, get into Malay. I guess mute it because I'm going to play. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have Clint with his sultry voice Hobby read it for us. Uh, yeah, how do you Yeah. Right. I'm actually going to. They, they play it. Oh, well, let's go through some. It's a bit rough to have that, uh, final it, solution. You want me to read the Spanish? Oh, yeah. No, the no, solution no, is but... to get rid of the Jews. Oh, I think, I think that the big problem in Argentina is a cultural problem. Correct. This is a society injected by socialism. Correct. And what we need to achieve is to remove socialism from people's minds. Correct. And the main promoters of these ideas are the politicians. Uh-huh. I suggest you take a look at what Graciela Camaños, oh, she is supposed to be one of the best leaders in Argentina. Do you know what, who they are against? Against the libertarians, because we libertarians are the only ones who dare to confront the politicians and tell them that they are not the solution. 
that they are the problem. The politicians are sort of sociopaths who want to make us believe that we are mentally in invaded and invalid in every sense he's because we cannot getting... live without them. All right, I'm going to need a little bit more. You can tell he's getting really worked up here. You're just kind of... <laughs> I, I gave it to you because I thought you were... This seems to be uh, like uh, right your shit, fuck, you know? Sorry, sorry. Right, right, right. Read it like Hitler. Read okay. it like you. Like, <laughs> okay, you okay, went, okay, you okay. went full cult leader in the last episode I listened to. And like, this is the kind of shit I could see you saying. Yeah, right? well, this is the yeah, shit I do say. Okay, yeah. so, all right. But in reality, those who cannot live without us, in other words, if the country were divided between those who produce and one side and those that don't, the fucking politicians, the syndicalists, this whole bunch of parasites, they would sink and die. Let's separate Argentina into northern Argentina and south, southern Argentina. You know, those of us who are willing to work will go to the poorest part of this country. We'll leave Vega Muerta for them, even if they end up with everything. These rats will sink because they're useless. <laughs> On the other hand, those of us who produce and know how to make a living will thrive. We are decent people, hardworking people. And we don't advocate for envy, hatred, theft, or unequal treatment under the law. Damn. That abomination of social justice is the most unjust thing that exists because it means stealing the fruits of someone's labor and giving them to others just because I feel like it. And in that whole process, not only did they destroy the economy, they impoverished people. From 1970 to now, the size of the state tripled and the number of poor people multiplied by six. And you know who the only ones who really prospered were? The politicians. The politicians. So you know what? If you want to stay in this country, you have to identify the enemy. And the enemy is the politicians. We have to go after the politicians. They are our enemies, gangster. They are the ones dragging us into poverty. They are the ones who prospered well with this whole idea of social justice and income re redistribution. The real income redistribution was from what we produced to the polit political <laughs> parasites. The libertarianism was born to free us from the oppressive rulers. Correct. I'm a bad motherfucker. Let's say this caste we have is like the monarchs. They don't even see the need to inherit. They're the same ones who were here in 2001. None of these thieves left. They all stayed. Jeez, and there yeah, are more because they right multiply. There. They bring in their relatives. <laughs> they bring in alive? their mistresses, families, and it grows and grows. <laughs> and the pocket of those who produce becomes smaller and smaller. I can't be that. It, it can't be that in a country the parasites of politics do better than the productive people. You shouldn't do better by being a political parasite who produces nothing. I want to say it in Spanish. And only causes harm when you do something. Because every time the state intervenes, it creates what's called the state failure. The state's failures, you see? Look at this. The plans against poverty made people even poorer. That's, Argen that's the Argentine case. Yeah, wild, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Everything, yeah. everything Homeboy puts out is fucking phenomenal. That's yeah. just the Argentine's case? No, it's, it's, it's crazy it's how it's global, right? Yeah. Well, well yeah. That, I mean, it is really like a global socialist or social Marxist plus fascistic takeover of everything. Right. And, and Javier Malay is the first anarcho-capitalist that has a legitimate shot at winning the presidency of any nation on earth. I'm fucking blown he's away. Like, he's like pulling it like 25%, something like 30, that. 30, I think. 30, geez, like well, I think he well, he already won like his party's primary, so he's going to be in the general election, I guess. And then, but then Argentina, like they have a bunch of parties. I guess it's not just a duopoly, so it's I don't know how. But I mean, yeah, I don't know what he's actually high, pulling. Like, I don't know what he's pulling at in like the general, but yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. But like, yeah, dude, he, if, he if, has if, the plurality of the vote. He is the he is the the favorite to be the next president. And, of and the thing is, like, whenever you're saying stuff like that, what, what as another politician, what the fuck can you say? Like, whenever that is actually, whenever that is in the mainstream and people are hearing I'll that, tell you and, what and, they, they, and they look yeah. outside and they go like, oh yeah, he's totally right. The other politician, wait, go, that, that guy's just. By the way, inflation is so high in Argentina that it's it's allowing this kind of conversation to really come to the fore. Crazy, like I, he's crazy, conspiracy theorist, racist. That's but what, and well, that's what they say. But at some point, like the well, even, the people the people have been struggling under severe like hyperinflationary periods for like generations. Do you think yeah. though that people should maybe just avoid talking about racial subjects like the plague so we don't get accused of it? Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I think it flies in Argentina, right? Because it's like. He can touch those third rails there. Well, he can probably say the N-word, too. Yeah, yeah. What, I think, what I think is interesting, though, is that he actually calls Negro. out the social justice movement. So mm -hmm. that this is, it once again, demonstrates, like, even cultures that you wouldn't expect to be dealing with this kind of, like, progressive agenda, 
they are also dealing with it. And it's yeah. and it's not just political in nature. It's like and he also he, he also what's crazy is usually when you hear about corruption, it's just like how just how they're stealing. And that, but he really points it out as a libertarian. He's, he points out how it's like they're not producing anything. He was like they take and they just don't produce. He was like literally this all comes down to you know a market. And he understands which just shows me he, like he actually knows. Like and like capitalism itself, he understands like Rothbard. He knows like I, I love it because it ties yeah. in perfectly to what Oliver Anthony was singing about, but with the actual yes. the actual like specific the solution. Answers. Yeah, he was like the the, yeah. the enemy the is the politicians. He was like we have yeah. to we have to get rid of the enemy. He's like the enemy is the politician. Like he calls it out. He calls the solution. He says like, he says we have to go after the politicians. Yes. He said <laughs> they are our enemy, and he said they're rats. He literally, <laughs> just, he literally basically did mind conflict swap for Jews for politicians. <laughs> he literally did. He literally calls them rats and a plague. Swap wait, 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 for politicians. wait is, is it a coincidence that uh, like a bunch of the Nazis? Of course, moves are just yeah. well. I, so I think yeah, this is great. Obviously, there's a reason why this guy has become so popular. Yeah. It's because he's, hold on, did Toad steal that one? Because this guy said that at no, I did not. I haven't been looking. Twelve thirty nine. Last said a minute that. ago, I did not. I haven't been looking at the screen. That's um. God damn it, Toad. No, um. It's on his periphery and subconscious hard drive. Now, now you just broke my train of thought. What I was gonna say is, that obviously, there's a reason why he's so popular because he has this like really bold like messaging. He's pointing out the problem completely. Um. But is yeah. he part of the problem? And that well, haircut. So that's, that's what I'm getting at. Do so, you think the haircut hurts or helps, Toad? Dude, I think it, it, it helps. Dude, he, he, dude he, look, he looks like a member of the fucking Beatles or something. He looks like he's, a, a, a Brit pop. He's uh, cut from the same Boris Johnson, Donald Trump mold. It's, it's perfect. I don't know why the fuck it works, but well, yeah, that shit works. Well, yeah, but this is why. It's like an animal-human hybrid. But, but why, <laughs> yeah, but this is why I pause. One is like if he's. By the way, he says he doesn't comb his hair. He gets up, towels it, and it just. The hair does what the hair does. Saying all this and he's garnering his watch. How has he not been taken out yet? Especially like, I wouldn't like, be surprised a, if he's a werewolf. Especially in a country that's as, yeah, he looks like a werewolf. <laughs> he's a, a dog in a, man. In a country that's as corrupt as Argentina, but yeah. also, I believe he has like some ties to like the WEF and Reason has been like, Oh my god, here we go. Here we fucking go. He's, he's a big supporter of Israel as well. He said he wants to get big supporter of Israel. No, no shit. Malay? So, yeah, so, so I pause. That's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> no I mean, shit. All I'm, saying, okay, no. all I'm saying is it gives me pause. I can't believe that like they're, 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 we're just incapable of having any good news. Well, well, I, I feel like, I feel <laughs> like the WF by now. I'm not like, trying to black pill you. The, no, the white pill is I'm gonna play a clip why would the, why in the fuck would the World Economic Forum want that message to be pushed? Yeah, yeah. It's like I feel like the WF by now is under I don't know the answer. We're playing both sides, so we always come out on top. No, I seriously think that the WF just chooses people and they're like, these guys are good guys. Everybody knows. Us as the bad guys. Okay, so here we, we go. If whoa, we whoa. choose them, we Argent make them a bad guy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, Argentina's... Tinfoil had him. Tinfoil had him. Hold on. What if Ar they're starting to identify the, some of the energies that a lot of us have been talking about in the idea of like things like separation? So if you can accelerate something in a liberty type direction on the flip side that allows a separate place an for that, like it allows an opening where they can thrive as well. Yeah. Either really. This or is, they're trying to break Argentina's, everybody down, and then they can just... Yeah, so then all the liberty people move there. It allows the areas with less liberty right, people... I'm going to pause it here in a second. Roughly speaking. Argentina's extreme right presidential candidate, Javier Millier, says that if he wins the election, he will refuse to join BRICS, and then okay. they quoted him. Our geopolitical alignment is with the United States and Israel. We're not going to align the communists. Okay, Th that could be just a structural... Um, military type of idea. I, I don't know if he said he's a big supporter of Israel. I don't know if there's any proof of that. Now, I mean, I'm going to play you a few things. Uh, Ryan McMakin, though, Bishop had a guy on to talk about, um, let's see, which one is it here is Javier. There we go. So they talked and they, they brought up this WEF question. So uh, hopefully you can hear this one. Okay. Cause there's a little bit of an echo. Let's go. By people in our circles is the world economic forum. You know, he, I, 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 I saw, can, can you, can you, can you talk a little bit about, again, I, from my understanding, his connection there was that he, he was on a panel in 2014 uh, talking about labor markets at an event in Panama. Um, but can you just talk a little bit about those that say, hey, look, this guy has a page on the World Economic Forum, um, therefore, you know, and I, I understand, again, you know, I, I don't think that is a necessarily an, an unhealthy 
sort of response, right? You know, World Economic Forum, very, very spooky institution, I get it. But, but can you talk maybe just a little bit about people that have those concerns, that he's some sort of Manchurian candidate? Um, can you address those concerns before we get out of here? Yeah, so um, there are two reasons why it's not weird that he has a, a profile and that he at some point was uh, kind of linked to the World Economic Forum. Uh, on the one hand, his conversion to, to Austrian economics and, and, and to Rothbardian philosophy uh, did not manifest but until about uh, less than 10 years ago, uh, after 2014, it was uh, a bit sudden. He used to be a more neoclassical Robert Lucas-type economist. Uh, I mean, he always had his uh, interesting uh, personality and character and all these different things, but um, he was not uh, he, he, he was not aware of, 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 of student economics, of, of Rothbard, of Hayek, of Mises, uh, until after. Uh, and the other thing is that he's been, for a very long time, the chief economist of one of the largest companies in Argentina, uh, like a multinational company. So in that role, it's normal for him to um, go to these events where there are other people from uh, large companies uh, that he has to talk with. Okay, there, there you go. So uh, that, that's kind of, and I've seen that from uh, other sources as well. There's another guy on Twitter that had mentioned something pretty harsh about uh, the WF within Malay. And then he came back and said, look, th this is a profile that the WF, they, they put it up. It doesn't mean he's a member of it, but he did a speaking gig. He was the head economist, if you heard that guy say, for a big company in there. Um, uh, three chords in the truth. Uh, this is Andy sent this to me offline. Should I even, uh, often quoted phrase by, okay. Uh, country music. Yeah. So uh, th there you go. Country music, very simple, I, but there's a great, I just saw this whole thing. I mean, Johnny Cash, right? Classic. He did give the finger to uh, country music uh, a few years afterwards. Um, but let me play, this is a, um, and then we'll go going back here. This is uh, Zach and he does this uh, reason and he plays a, a Ted talk that Malay did. Uh, Malay at TEDx in 2019. And I'll have to read it here. Y esto es una and this is a talk of a love story. A love story with the ideas of freedom. And it has three chapters. Because as one studies and goes deeper into this, romance emerges in different ways. The first thing that made me fall in love with capitalism and freedom was basically that it is a machine to get people out of poverty. That is the prosperity machine, and that is the welfare machine. But of course, when one advances in this idea, one finds detractors. Detractors who accuse the system of being unfair. So the second moment of the romance starts when one begins to basically study whether the system is fair or not. And what one deserves is not only that it is fair, discovers is that it's not fair, but also, okay, I don't know what that part. That's the button-down, rational-sounding relay, and he sounds very much like a libertarian economist there. We'll get to some of the spicier stuff soon, but Eduardo, as a fellow Argentine libertarian economist, what can you tell us about Millet's economic ideas? Well, at the beginning, he was an econom econometric, econom econometrist. What? So he mm -hmm. believed in planned models and just studying statistics, you can foresee 
what the future would, would be. So he was working for corporations, <coughs> trying to give them some a kind of sense of where the markets were going, but without a solid base of understanding, I don't know, Israel, Kirchner, uh, Kirchner or some uh, Kirchner or uh, the good economists are explaining uh, Hayek that uh, what is the dispersed knowledge in the economy. So he does, he didn't have too much knowledge related to it. But once he started to study Mises, Hayek, Rothbard in Argentina, Benegas Lynch, that he was the promoter of Austrian economics. So he is little by little started to believe in the market processes and <clears throat> he started to buy them. So uh, it's true what he's saying in his TED talk, what he's saying that he really learned how the markets operate. And uh, also he started to realize how capitalism transformed the world in the last two or three centuries. Yeah, there you go. Uh, brilliant. And so uh, once again, okay, I don't really have a problem. And uh, by the way, if you push the economics part, as far as you can on that, at some point, you're going to, uh, is the Israel thing really going to be an issue? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Um, okay. What I'm also going to do here, here was, was a spaces uh, that had um, Jeff Dice. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but this is um, Daniel McAdams uh, speaks in here. So let's, uh, let's get to him. Can you hear this? How come I can't hear it? Uh, okay, 37. Let's go back right there. Let's see if we... Okay. Um, while this is... I don't know what's going on here, but let me um, close this. Maybe go back. Spaces isn't always your uh, perfect situation. So let's go in here. I, I would there we go. Put there we four. go. So th I think it's like 37 minutes in. Um, about politics in other countries. So just give us your thoughts and maybe some skepticism. Daniel. Daniel McAdams, are you there, buddy? I see him listed as a speaker. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Hey, Sorry, I, I didn't I didn't unmute myself. Thanks for Bar inviting me wives, on. I'll keep our wives need that mute button. <laughs> oh, shit, Jeff. <laughs> My brain needs it. Um, I'm going to keep it short because you do have a lot of speakers, uh, and I just want to preface it by saying it's not my place to decide what's good for Argentina, as you point out. We know very little about it, even, uh, and I'm sure Danielle knows quite a bit more than I do, but even those of us who travel there uh, know less about it. I know very little about it, so it's not my position to say whether he will be good for the country or not. In fact, I have absolutely no idea, which is why my position has always been to uh, to stay away from telling other countries uh, who's good and who's bad for them. Uh, but I, I will say, um, because I've seen several headlines saying, is Millet the new Ron Paul? Uh, is this the Ron Paul revolution? The answer is a categoric no. Um, the positions that he takes are categorically opposed to Ron Paul's positions, uh, particularly when you look at his foreign policy, uh, which, interestingly enough, tracks identically with the foreign policy of the U.S. foreign policy blob, the regime, that runs Washington, whether you elect Democrats or Republicans. He's absolutely on message when it comes to Ukraine and Russia. He's absolutely on message when it comes to China. He calls China assassins. Uh, he says, I would never promote relations with Cuba, Venezuela, North Korea, Nicaragua, or China, uh, et, and et cetera, et cetera. So, 
Certainly when it comes to these areas, he's no Ron Paul. Ron Paul would never say this. Uh, I do not claim to be an economist. I do know that there's a lot of concern in Washington about de-dollarization. And it seems to me that Argentina embracing re-dollarization or dollarization uh, would give some people in D.C. who are nervous about this, about the global south increasingly disconnecting from the dollar to be concerned. Um, uh, you know, a couple of other things. He certainly does not hate the U.S. Federal Reserve. In fact, uh, Ben Bernanke, he said, is his favorite Fed chair, not Volcker. Uh, and he was hoping that Larry Summers would take over for Bernanke when he was gone. And I'm not trying to trash the man again. Uh, you know, if, if he does a good job in, in Argentina, hats off to him. I just don't like this idea that we have to go looking for libertarian heroes. You know, we've been through that with people like Boris Johnson, with, with uh, Bolsonaro, uh, over and over again. Uh, there is no Ron Paul moment overseas. It was a very unique moment that happened in the United States. Conditions are very different. History is very different. And we can't expect to find it. And, you know, there are a lot of libertarian Trotskyites who believe that we can export libertarianism as we, as some people understand it here in the U.S. And I just absolutely reject that idea. And if I can say one more thing, Jeff, I'm sorry. To, I appreciate your uh, the accommodation of your time. And I have enormous respect for Jordan Schachtel. Uh, who I think is a great analyst, but I happen to also disagree about the press coverage from what I've seen uh, of Millet. Um, yes, there are, there are catchwords that are repeated every time. That's how the media works. He has to always be considered far right. You've got to put that in your article if you're going to publish it. But for example, if you look at a piece recently in the Washington Post, who is Javier Millet, Argentina, Argentina's right-wing presidential frontrunner, and then you actually read the article, I would put forth that this is a very sympathetic piece, considering that they are describing someone who normally the Washington Post, if he were an enemy of the U.S. regime, if he were an enemy of the central bankers and the neocons, he would be presented in far different terms. Anyone who disagrees with that should go and look for a, any, any portrayal of someone like Putin or Lukashenko or Xi even or anyone else who was not part, who was not in favor of the U.S. regime. Mm. The final wow. thing I will say is that, yes, he is a populist, and that is great, and they call him a far-right populist. But don't forget that people in D.C. and the regime, they embrace very strongly the dialectical materialism. And if you find that a populist populism is inevitable, you better jump on that horse and make sure that you guide it in the right way. So sorry for taking a lot of your time, but those are just my two cents on the issue. No, that, I appreciate all that. And I'm looking for that gloss because, you know, I wanted to think of Malay in terms of obviously this is a somewhat U.S. centric. OK, I'm going to I'm going to talk about a few things there. One, um, he's literally running against socialists. So at what point is we're, we're, we're exporting our libertarianism? He's his own brand. And I'm sorry, he's doing much you know what? He can't. No, no offense to Ron Paul, but he. It looks like to me he might be getting uh, something that Ron Paul never could, which is leadership of his fucking country. So I, I, I yes, I not de degradating at all Ron Paul here, but let's not also not be stupid. If he gets elected and you got a bunch of socialists down there and that country is just going to shit, uh, then then what? What are we talking about here? Your foreign policy now. He, maybe he is with all these other things. I don't think Argentina is the biggest player on the international scene. Okay, uh, the ball—it uh, it just doesn't make sense. It, was there wasn't there a thing uh, the 
Thatcher had a, the war down there, down in the south part of the Cape or something like that. Uh, but for the most part, it's just not happening. So I don't really give a shit. That's not the point. The point is, if you get this guy in power and things change there, now you are economically, I'm, I'm solely going off of that and things change economically, now you've got a place that you can start pointing out that this guy is going to be different. He is he is more freedom loving, and I'm just talking economically, than almost anybody that's elected in the US, okay? Maybe Thomas Massey, but even then he's more extreme. So this doesn't make sense. Now the dollarization, let's, let's get that first of all. The central bank that they have down there is just shit, okay? And it's very political. So it goes at the whims of whatever party is in there and they use it as a bludgeon. You think our federal, uh, our Fed is like that? No, it's nothing like that. So what they've said actually down there is we are going to go on the U.S. dollar, okay? We're not going to be on the, we're not going to, we're going to dollarize this thing, which means they are basically at the whims of our Fed. That is still a much better solution for them than being on their own, okay? So it gives them stability. They kind of just do what happens. And, and that's my understanding of it. I'm not an economist, but I would encourage you to listen to the Tho Bishop, uh, Ryan Mamekin, uh, Radio Rothbard one, where they talk about that. Uh, so there's some really good good aspects of that. Now, there's this whole social thing. And if you listen to the Zach uh, Weissenmuller one with reason, they are a little bit more skeptical of some of his social things. But he does things like this as an example. Uh, gay marriage. He's like, gay marriage, um, I don't think the state should be involved. So the big concern there on them is like, oh, you're not okay with gay marriage. What you should probably, and it's really about this. You, what you should be saying is, um, I don't think the, the government should be involved in anybody's marriage, right? gay, straight, but, and I'm, I'm like, I'm all over that as well. So therefore, if that's the case, then perhaps you're okay. But then they're concerned. Anyway, the point is in some of these social things, uh, the, the, the reason types are a little bit more concerned, but even then they're, they're okay with it. So, uh, you have this with Daniel McAdams where he says this and he's not sure about the dollarization thing. What I don't think you're necessarily correct. Now he said he's made these comments. I don't know when he's made these comments. And if that is the case, and once again, you're not at all a player on the national international scene, so I don't really care. Let's get your economy. Let's. What if you do something that's really spectacular and heroic, okay? And and with that in mind, you you just do this whole thing where you you take over and the economy comes back and you're a roaring place to go and everyone wants to go down there. And Argentina is this beacon that's of 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 amazing you know economic freedom. Okay. Now he said wonderful things about Bitcoin as well. Okay. Let's take a look here. What some people said, uh, Anthony's like, uh, Andy's like top thinks British guy has a convincing accent. Tells me everything I need to know. Uh, J Fort didn't the WF recommend a Bob Murphy book possibly. And, that, and by the way, that that's why the association, unless this guy is promoting WF stuff, I don't give a shit. It doesn't really matter. Uh, Jeff, sorry, I'm behind. It's okay, BB. <laughs> okay, you guys are going there. So um, that was my that was my thing with uh, the Malay. Do we want to play any more of this uh, four pointy boys? Let's see if they go off I mean, any, I, any further here. What does that mean, dude? I dude, I hate communism. Dude, it doesn't matter where you go. Whoa, 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 top. Roughly speaking, listen. Argentina's extreme right presidential candidate Javier Milei says that if he wins the election, he will refuse to join BRICS. And then they quoted him: "Our geopolitical alignment is with the United States and Israel. We're not going to align with communists." I mean, I, what does that mean? Dude, I, dude, I hate communists. Dude, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm sorry. A toad says he hates communists. I just had the thing. We, Andy and I did it last night where he's okay with communists as long as you're pissing off the wrong people. And I'm the one like, no, you, you should never be okay with communists. And that's what Malay is saying here as well. So 
go. Everybody and it's, it's like, it doesn't matter where you go. I don't like it. I'm sorry, Clint. No, no I mean, that's not ideal. Just get me wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. Clint's like, fuck, man. Like, we just tore down Oliver Anthony and now this this guy. Clint's like, <laughs> Clint's like, you did see that some people joined Bricks yesterday, too. Like, there's like some big kind of uh, a lot of like oil rich countries were like, fuck it, we're doing Bricks now. Yeah, I like, just kind of like Cole reads my Twitter feed, so he knows. I actually, yeah, I think it, maybe it was. I see yeah, of course it was me. Dude, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, the, the US, uh, you know, they're they're losing control over uh, having the dollar as their uh, world reserve currency. Yeah. Well, it's not lost, but it is, they are losing. They're losing it. Yeah. yeah but um, see, here's the thing. I agree. I agree with all of the skepticism. I understand. There's just no reason that the World Economic Forum. I can't think of I, like. Yes, I understand what you're saying, but I, it doesn't seem the the risk of allowing a populist message like that to take root yeah. and to have perhaps yeah. not just millions in Argentina, but millions around the world that are listening to this dude, especially in the Southern Hemisphere, because he speaks Spanish. So like, yeah. like they're all going to be listening to this dude. That's not good for them. Yeah. Like I just don't. I don't yes. see the angle there. Yes. The only one is like if they if he was. It, they would just be like, "Hey, we can co-opt this movement. We can get them going, and then like he can kind of turn it to something that we want instead." But yeah, but, right, then, like but they, in that way, it's classic like, controlled op. But still, yeah. like if that's the case, you're yeah. only radicalizing people further because if they if they go down this path of like, because the way Malay phrases it, he's like, "I want to be president so that I can give the power back to the people." He's like, "I don't want any." He's like, "I'm gonna get rid of all these departments." Like he's fucking throwing them off the board. I'm like this is he sounds like Ron Paul, but with Hitler mixed in. It's awesome. Why would you Why would you <laughs> want to side with the United States and Israel? The people who are doing the exact opposite. Because we're not I commies. Mean, I, yeah, perhaps, perhaps he's, he's just... Because we're not commies? Perhaps he's right. ignorant uh. to American politics. So. And, and by the way, you've got to understand, even libertarianism, and, and the, I do encourage you, if you're interested in this at all, watch the, the those two uh, ones I did, because the, they have Spanish speakers you know, from South America giving the context and the... the the whole the, the libertarian movement is different in those things are just different. So who knows what he's saying here? You don't just take for granted uh, that what he's saying is actually <laughs> he's like uh, crackpot. I mean, but anyway. uh, like up until a week ago, I didn't know anything about Argent right. Argentinian you well, know, politics. True. No, but I don't think I don't think that's true. I think that everybody pays attention to American politics. They well, they pay attention, but like if you're not from here, is it easy to know? You know that we're we're as taken over as Argentina is. I, 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 also, I just don't think I just don't think he wants the U.S. Israel. He to, to stick their finger in his pie. Probably I think, I think they're going, he's going like, listen, if I have to choose one, I'm going to choose like the ones that are right. closest to me and the ones that have already done coups well, that's, that's in every fucking place. Oh, yeah, that's I'm, pragmatic I'm, I'm going to throw something yeah. at you here. I, yeah, I I'm more skeptical of Millier than Oliver Anthony. I am not. I'm not skeptical. I'm not. I'm really I'm not skeptical. No, no, I understand what you're saying because he's, he's a politician. Yeah, he is, is, he ribble, is, is a, our, as the great rebel says here, I don't know enough about this man. I've seen some some highlights, but I mean, it's just like you know, with Vivek, like we've seen, Bob Barker we've died? seen him say like super mega based liberty shit. But we've also seen yeah, him, Bob Barker died. Like, we, we've also seen him say I, some stuff that's like. Uh, so I haven't seen. I don't speak fucking Spanish, so I haven't seen all what Malay has said. I Toad. The, Bob Barker is like 99. Uh, I mean, Drew Carey has been doing his show for years. Why is this a concern? Of also, yours? like. I'm, you know, when I'm seeing him speak, I'm interpreting it through like subtitles. I'm not able to pick up on subtle. I know there's a lot that I'm missing from just seeing, Look, you know, he's, screenshots of a guy. But listening to him, he's, being, he's, being, he's being framed as a far right leader in, in the Western media. So to and me, that, I, can, cooler. I can understand. No, no, him. I'm saying, I'm saying that's that tells me he may not be controlled up because yeah. they wouldn't, they wouldn't be demonizing him already if that were the case. Bob Barker yep. died, and yeah. I believe that uh, he was always one uh, that wanted to uh, help control the pet population. And Cole is uh, carrying on his legacy. Yep. <laughs> Indeed, I am. <laughs> It's for you, Bob. That's why I said I'll antifreeze every night for the, for the puppies in the area. Just like milk for Santa. Antifreeze <laughs> 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 for Bob Barker. We have, a, we have a guy in the chat whose name is a guy who looks likes to put tomato in his cousin's house. <laughs> Yo, what's up? 
Wow. What's up, man? What is that? You caught my eye. Uh, Why do you do that for? <laughs> what a strange name. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, the guy, Amelier, when I do listen to him, I understand a lot of what he's saying, and yeah. the subtitles are pretty close. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I'm sure yeah. that there is. Same. I, I can speak it, or I can understand Thank it. You. I was, more, I was I more getting at like picking up certain cultural cues or you know inflections and ways they say things, which I'm not going to be able to. Yeah. You know, so. it, it is, it, but it's, yeah. it is refreshing to finally see actually somebody that doesn't like it's because we've seen libertarians we've had thomas massey and um all the ones that were in government they say, always say the right things they do great stuff he's a, like a different breed that is going to see the mainstream of literally going like no like these politicians are like the problem he's a better he's a better speaker than donald trump or boris johnson or yeah. any of these guys like he is phenomenal yeah, yeah. And is better than DeSantis? I don't know if I said this last night if it was on recording but I genuinely find him more endearing now. I know you, you like, I understand what is social we're, like he's one of us like in a certain way like, no no he's, like, he's, he's, he's one of y'all he's, 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 he's the north he's man like, north he's the inverse Richmond. of Cole yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I will not like, let you down yeah. <laughs> it almost feels like like he knows he's like this is a failing campaign but whatever the powers that be like israel's already invested so much money i went to the wall, I the wall <laughs> and now i just got to go to this debate but i know i'm getting killed and once trump comes out and he really he's going to end my career and he's like this this is going awfully this, I, I'm Indian, this street shitter. for another pandemic come on give me another give me another i need it really bad okay we're, we're done with that I, i'm gonna end it on um this video here it's remy uh kind of response to the richmond north of richmond i would encourage you this is on reason tv I don't, it sounds like i'm a reason hack today but it's just just so happens to be so we'll do this and then we'll be out so i enjoy i've been it. working till the break of 4 45 i get an automatic raise and i can't be fine must wait till age 57 Till I can retire with an inflation-adjusted pension that continuously keeps going higher. Oh, it's a damn shame what the world's come to. They want us back in the office on Mondays, too. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true. But it is, oh, it is not living in the real world. It's a lot harder than you'd know. Sure, I got dental, but it's bad I go mental. Cause I had to fill out both of these forms. I also see price hikes on necessities. I had to purchase my rental in Ocean City. Please don't tell anyone. It's so embarrassing. The plight of rich men, north of rich men. Hey, we have to have cameras on for today's meeting. I just sit here wasting my whole life away Cause this verification code is taken all day How do you expect me to check my 401k? Plus my fudge round supplier no longer takes Apple Pay Oh, it's a damn shame what the world's come to It takes one person to do my job So we have to wish I could just wake up And it not be true, but it is Oh, it is not living in the real world. It's a lot harder than you'd know. Sure, I got health care, but I get an in-depth scare. Only weeks left to open and roll. New guy plays with his pen. He just sits there and snaps. How am I to get in on my 2 p.m. naps? They want us back now on Tuesdays. I just might collapse the plight of rich. Man, north of rich.
Irish man We're just like you Okay, I'm leaving now, bye guys But she's back And now Chick-fil-A is completely overrated It's not that good I prefer Zaxby's, I prefer Popeye's Takes a tough man to make a tender forecast, Nick. And I guess that's me. Keep fucking that chicken. For, should I vote for Dick Cheney on the Libertarian Party? Do I yes. have an obligation to vote for Dick Cheney? I would say so. Yes. Well, did it work for those people? No. It never does. I mean, these people somehow delude themselves into thinking it might, but... But it might work for us. That one dude was like, not a podcast, so I can't find it anywhere, and they don't have video. Oh, yeah, Peter Janky. Yeah. He's... Yeah, I blocked him. I'll do it. If he unblocks me, I'll, I'll... He'll buy your shirt if you unblock him, Bert. He's a wigger. Yeah, nothing cooler than so a 49-year-old wigger. Like, yeah, I just started I live streaming. Cut me some slack. I'm fucking... I'm pretty high-tech for a boomer. Uh, but anyways... I, boomer.